0: I'm like coming from the city where no pity is shell. Somebody do call for LA. In just, I'm just. In Hello, my name is Elaine, I- <laughs> and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Look, count my dough and smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where we going? Westward, Colorado. Yep. Uh, boy, LA, we just uh, we can't get a break. <laughs> we cannot get one break, you know. Um, I remember, man, like just a few years ago. Um, no, even longer than that. Probably about several years ago, man. Uh, you would, you would, uh, we, you know, LA people would see shit happening. Across the U.S., across the world, and things like that, and it seemed like nothing, like nothing major has has hit L.A. You know, with you know, you had 9/11 in New York. We've seen what happened in uh, New Orleans. You know, Florida stay getting hit with all kinds of stuff. They got they got hurricanes and school shootings and this that and the third. We had a couple of scares as far as school shootings. A lot of ours go under the radar. I don't know if it's like national attention, um, uh, with some of the stuff that has been related to, you know, uh, cop killings and, and, and things like that. But, um, you know, we had a, we had a shooting out here about two, about two years ago. Yeah, I would say about two years ago where uh, a student, uh, killed a, a professor and then killed himself. That was, that was, I guess I was somewhat big out here, but I'm not sure if that got national attention. Um, there was also a shooting at an elementary school, um, but I don't think anybody was. I don't. I'm not sure if anybody was harmed, or if there was just a a, a tip or a call, and they had shut it down. You know, we had a few other things, uh, but nothing tragic hit us shit until Nip. You know, and I think that that took that took the wind out of everybody. That took that took it out of everybody when 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 that happened and we still feeling it. Um, You know, I mean, we were what? Almost two weeks removed from the actual uh, funeral. And um, and it still hit. It still hurt, you know, and we still pushing his name every day. You know, we, it, all kind of stuff, you know, and and I think that was the that was the first L.A. tragedy that we had in like a long time, a long time. You know, I'm talking about this is up there with, you know, I don't know if y'all knew about the Northridge earthquake. That was big, um, you know, and, and then we, you know, Compton, that city in the 80s and the 90s was ranked in, you know, killing people, you know what I'm saying, it was a dangerous city, right, there's one of the top dangerous cities in the, in, the, in the U.S., you know, Compton, and, um, but we never had anything major, you know what I'm saying, like, we didn't have no Katrina, you know, we didn't have no 9-11 or anything like that, And we just braced ourselves and we just kept thinking, like, bro, something going to happen, like something going to happen to the Staples Center or something like that. You know, it's a lot of landmarks that we got here where it's like something's going to hit, you know. Uh, And actually, we just had a church shooting um, yesterday, which is um, April. um, What was that? 28th, April 28th. Uh, There was a shooting. uh, I forgot what city it was. Uh, but it was, it was a mass shooting out here, which was crazy, um, but the reason why I said we can't catch a break, you know, uh, today, I'm reporting on today, April 29th, and I'm pretty sure you guys are hear this on Thursday when I drop, but, and I'm dating it, um, John Singleton, you know, passed away, and and the cool part about it was, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, you we got the news that he had a stroke, um, and that he was in the hospital, then it went from a stroke to a coma. Uh, we like, damn, not, you know, and not John and and the thing is, um, it just it it was like, you know, you just don't understand it. Like, damn, this is cause it just came out of nowhere. You know, it just came out of nowhere. And I put John Singleton in this category. it's like that it's like that that uncle it's like that uncle that that's a part of your family that you know you cool with him things like that and he and and you don't check in on him all the time because you just you just figure he's good you know that's if I had to compare it to anything that's how it is like he's that uncle that's you know he know he's good, you know um but I don't I don't know I don't know if you're like really hit us hit, like hit us yet that he's actually gone, you know, because it's at a young age, at fifty one. Fifty one, bro. You got so many questions. You know what I'm saying? From a stroke, which is scary because recently I went to go get a physical and they checked my blood pressure and things like that. And they're like, Yo, yeah, you you gotta chill out. You know, you got to chill out because you don't want to get any signs of stroke, you know, of a stroke or anything like that. Because it could it could change your life. It could definitely change your life. So um, what we lost, like we lost another one. This was another one, man. This was another one. You know, now now Nip, Nip hurt for a whole totally different reason. I can't even explain to you that type of pain and the, the feeling in the city is just different. This one it was like we lost a legend. You know, we definitely feel bad. It's some sad some sadness going around because we lost we lost another hometowner. You know, this is the cat that gave us boys in the hood. That's his baby right there. Academy Award winner for that. Poetic Justice, baby boy, hustle and flow, Rosewood. You know what I'm saying? Higher Learning, one of my favorite best. Four Brothers, didn't know he did that movie. Too Fast, Too Furious, didn't know he did that either. Shaft. And then his, one of his latest creations, Snowfall, the TV show, Poppin'. You know? This one's a genius. Just a genius. You know, he was 24 years old when he did Boys in the Hood. You know what I was doing at 24 years old? Absolutely nothing. Just living life. At 24 years old, he made a culture classic in Boys in the Hood. And for some reason, he just he just kept Ice Cube and Tyrese in his movie, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I was on Twitter and I was talking to uh, Delvin Cox over there at the Delvin Cox Experience Podcast. And he hit me up and and he told me, I, I'm not going to say word for word, but it was like, basically, look, I ain't trying to tell you how to how to do your shows or anything like that or win and drop. But you might need to do an episode for John this week. And I'm like, and I was just thinking about it, though, because I already have uh, shows lined up. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like I had shows lined up to where I was good for the next couple of weeks. On top of that, me and Delvin was, is supposed to record tomorrow about Endgame. That's not going to drop until maybe two or three weeks from now, um, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And he, had, he made a good point. He's like, yeah, man, you should get a couple of Cali dudes on there. And y'all just, I was just with MTV last night. Shout out to Poolside Chats. And I was with his homeboy, uh, who's from Cali. And we were supposed to do... Um, I You know, a Cali-based show and things like that really didn't get to uh, record with everybody. And um we're going to have to do a run back um because, I mean, now we got to add more to the content. Now, there's more to talk about. I know he wanted to talk about Nip, and I know we now we're going to want to talk about John. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot to talk about, and that's crazy because... Uh, like I said, I was just with MTV, and the episode was, you know, based around Cali Katz. and I was—I'm pretty sure we was going to talk about the culture, and you, you can't talk about the culture without talking about John Singleton, the way he constructed his movies, the 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 people that he put in his movies, tr- strategically put in his movies. Like I said, he had Ice Cube. Morris Chestnut, everybody know who Furious Styles is. Like his message, everything was, it wasn't as graphic, but it was, his movies was heartfelt because we related to it. Like Boys in the Hood is my favorite movie because I'm in that movie. I live that movie, you know? If it's two movies that I say I've been a part of by not being in a movie, but being a part of that culture, that script, that's basically Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. I know those movies oh so well. I've seen those movies play out. Before the movies was created, I've seen it. So when he came out with that vision, when he painted that, like he painted L.A. perfectly, that's crazy, man. We lost Nip and John in the same year. And the cool part about it is both of them, was the that was L.A., and we got plenty of artists and other celebrities that that's from L.A. as well that can paint the picture just as well, but those two did it. Those two did it. L.A. lived the life that John created on film, on TV. John showed y'all how it was from the 80s and the 90s. The two roughest eras, the two roughest generations in, in California history, painted that picture. And Nip came through, lived everything under that script in real life. And we lost both of them. Almost damn near in the same month. Less than 30 days. Two legends, two Two L.A. legends back to back. (sighs) That hurt. That hurt. That hurt. And, And you know what? Just like with Nip, where I felt it was so much more that he was going to give us. It was so much more that he was going to teach us. It was so much more ways that he was going to motivate us. Just like with John, there was so much more we was going to see. Oh, my God. We've been waiting 20-plus years to see a a Boys in the Hood Part 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. And even even if he had no... Even if he had, had had no plans on doing anything as far as a, 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 a another Boys in the Hood, at least we know by him being here, there's always an opportunity, <laughs> you know, to get it done. Oh, man. And the only thing that you can hope... <clears throat> excuse me. The only thing that you can hope uh, that comes... You know, anything good comes from this <clears throat> is that the knowledge that these cats had, the vision that these cats had, somebody was next to them soaking it all up. Whether it was John Singleton kids, whether it was Nipsey brother or his homeboys, somebody had to grasp on to this knowledge and this creation and this creative vision and say let's keep this going you know like a lot of this stuff that that was created in LA you know that 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 spilled over into the world that the world has fed off of uh that love you know what I'm saying the the, what LA has created for the culture for the black culture like we take great pride in this stuff man we grew up under these guidelines and these rules out here you know what I'm saying? We're not. It's not glorifying game banging. It's not glorifying the lifestyle that we were raised in in LA. It's just that we're saying this is what it was. This is where we came up from. And we appreciate people telling our story. That's what John did. He told the story because nobody else was going to do it for us the right way. I don't want nobody else telling the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, And the people that. That he put on, are not necessarily put on, but the people that he put in the place to to shine and to act, they learn from him. So hopefully, it is Ice Cube. You know, Lawrence Fishburne, somebody. And I know, look, you can't expect everybody to take the place of a legend. You can't put that type of weight on everybody. You know? I can't just go on Christian Slaussen and grab the, the 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 closest sixty and say, Look, man, you gotta take Nip's place. You can't do that. It's a lot, that's heavy. That's heavy, that's a heavy load. The same thing with John. John, he pushed it. He pushed it. He made sure that if bro, if you're gonna tell this LA story, you're gonna tell it how it is. This is the real life story. You're not about the fabric. You're not about the Disney, this shit up. You're not about the ad stuff that, that doesn't, that's not real. There's nothing extra, nothing extra about what was seen or what he created in boys in the hood. Nothing. We've all related to baby boy or we know somebody That man painted the picture that we could all relate to from LA. And I'm pretty sure there's people outside of LA in different cities and states that can relate to the movies that he directed. We lost another legend, man. We lost another legend. Going from Pas- you know, from Pasadena to-, to USC, coming right back to the hood, filming. The man had a, he, he he had an eye for talent. That was a one-stop shop. John Singleton. Sometimes you got to hire certain cats. You know, kind of like in sports and basketball and football, how you have the DB scouters, you know what I'm saying, the offensive scouter, the defensive scouter, you know what I'm saying, the GMs, and then they go out and they go find certain people. He did that all himself. And you can tell. You can tell by the people that he picked for these roles. Man, you got to love it, man. You know, I was told it's, <clears throat> it's selfish. It's selfish to grieve and want the dead to come back. You know what I'm saying? Because they're in a much better place <clears throat> than we are. And the thing that the thing that hurts us the most is that It's just we want that. You want that that energy, you know, from that person, because the energy can stay alive. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of black directors. um, That's killing the game. Well, two that I can think of right now that's killing the game. Um, And you just hope that. They continue to push the correct narrative that John Singleton did, you know, but at the same time, you got to be from the turf with that type of vision, you know. And that's no shot at any director that's not from LA or anything like that. It's just that this was a home. This why it hurts that much more <clears throat> because he was from he, he's from the turf. And he he did, he never painted he never painted a picture that didn't match up with with reality. Yeah, that's a tough one right there. That is a tough one right there, you know. Um, just makes you want to go watch the movies over again, just like it just makes you want to go listen to Nipsey music. Oh, and, you know, the only thing that somewhat makes it better is that you just feel in your heart that, you know, they are resting in a better place, whatever your beliefs are. And just hoping that in the future, we have some leaders that come from the same cloth that's the only thing and i think I think that's where some of the pain from because when you lose certain people that meant so much to you, whether it was whether it was to feed your uh entertainment department, whether it was to 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 feed your emotional department, your music department, whatever the case may be. You just hope that someone else can fill that void. You know what I'm saying? Can't be replaced. I lost both of my parents. You can't replace my parents. I'm always going to feel that pain, but it makes it feel a little bit better knowing that I can speak to uh, some older cats that's going to be there for a while that's cut from the same cloth, you know? But we don't have anything to look forward to. That's what makes it hard. That's what makes it hard. And 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 knowing that, well, not knowing because, like I said, someone may step up and and carry on his legacy and and try to grasp on. Like going back and watching these films, hopefully chopping it up with him, getting some insight, and saying, okay. He probably would have done it like this. I'm going to do it my way, but I'm going to make sure I create that type of narrative that I think John would have wanted. Because it was authentic, and it was L.A., you know? He meant a lot to L.A., and I think L.A., you know, they respected him. They paid homage for the people— Every time someone passes away, there's always going to be someone to say, well, how come you didn't respect him or love him while he was alive? Probably one of the dumbest questions that you can ever ask after death. Besides, are you okay?" Why? Because people, regardless. If you agree with it or not, they are highlighted after death. And they're highlighted because the things that you've seen them doing, whether you caught on early, knew, or you you just didn't notice at the time, you wanted to continue. And knowing that it won't continue through them, it hurts. That's why... That's why we celebrate them 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times more is because the things that they created won't be created through them, won't be created through their eyes, with their fingers, with their heart, with their knowledge, with their vision. It's not hopping on a bandwagon. It's just knowing that. This this vibe won't be the same vibe anymore because that person is gone. If you do catch on late, it would probably be a person that that uh, that they gave you some type of motivation through his videos that you see through his interviews and things like that. And now you have a different thought or you have a new thought or someone new that you like and you're not and you know you're not able to meet them anymore. And that's just life. There's probably there's probably some people in uh, from Louisville. There's probably some people from Florida, from New York, from Detroit, from Texas. You know what I'm saying? It's probably people from those different cities and states that mean a lot to them that I don't know about right now. You know, and it might take some research, talking to some cats or looking at some, scrolling through some interviews and things like that and say, yo, who y'all, you know, who is y'all cat out there that y'all really admire, that y'all love, just that and the third. But that's not normal. We don't sit up there digging, (laughs) digging for leaders. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just, we sit up there and we wait back to see what's presented to us. That's just how life is. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just how life is. There at no point did I have I ever um, not respected uh, John Singleton, or you don't see me waking up every uh, you know every morning, once a week or once a month or every other year, saying, "Yo, we need to show some love to John Singleton." The love is already there. He gets love. You want to know why? Because if you ask the average cat in L.A. what their favorite movie is or what their top five is, I bet you "Boys in the Hood" is in there. I bet you Boys in the Hood is in there. And if you go down the list, I'm pretty sure a lot of those movies, as far as black movies, I mean, because there's a lot of movies being made every year before we were born and after we died. But I'm pretty sure his catalog, he got a lot of movies that's in, in y'all, on y'all list. May not be top five, may not be top ten, but you come to L.A., I bet you Boys in the Hood is in everybody top five. If you're from the hood. And, and, and if, it's not on your, if it's not on your regular general movie list, I bet you it's in your black movie list. I guarantee that. So he will always get love. He will always get support, dead or alive. Same with Nip, you know, so again, everybody go watch Boys in the Hood one more time and do it one more time for Nip. (laughs) How about that? I want to send a special shout out to Delvin Cox because I think if he didn't send me that message, I probably would have just said, you know what, I'm going to pay my respect and leave it at that. Even though it was on my heart to say, you know what? You might need to do a you might need to do an episode for John Singleton. And he hit me up. That that's just crazy. That's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? That he did that. So, a special thanks to him. Not only that, Delvin Cox and John Singleton actually they, you know, they kind of look alike. Delvin, if you are listening, you you definitely look like John Singleton a little bit. I'm just saying, you do. You do. So you look like a legend, you know. But no, shout out to him. Y'all go check out the Devin Cox Experience, my boy from uh, my boy from Florida, Uh, dope podcast. He on the same wave as I am. He he's probably had a lot more different uh, (laughs) races and things like that on this podcast because he's very, he he just has a variety of topics and um, you know, people that's on his show. Shout out to him for actually giving me that last bit of motivation to just say, you know what. Let's move some stuff around, and I got to do it for John Singleton because that's a legendary LA cat, and uh, we love him. We love him. We love him. Shout out to John Singleton. Shout out for his catalog. Shout out to his his um his work and his effort, his his vision, his creative movement for the culture, pushing the culture, the LA culture, and um, rest in peace, And We out.